Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Humility, it's an ever elusive thing. And <laughs> man, in our our dojo, we have three words: patience, discipline, and humility. And those are things that you know, if you want to just kind of boil success down to three words, those are the three things you need in life. And I want to go through humility. And what better way to do that uh, than through this post that I found? Um, and I don't know why I was looking or what I was looking for because it's been a while. This is an older post from like 2018, but I think it's super duper insightful. Uh, and this is from an author, Ryan Holiday. He's written lots of great books, uh, ardent studier of the Stoics, um, like Marcus Aurelius and the like. Um, wrote the book Ego is the Enemy um, and the uh, was I, it's like the problem is the way or something like that but um, this is a great post 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life um, and I don't know if what I'm going to talk about is necessarily sounds that scary but I want to just go through um, you know my opinion on some of these things I'm not going to go through all 25 read the article I'll link it up it's good stuff. Um, but this is more about how to work on your humility and sort of ways to look internally um, because, you know, in order to really grow or make change or affect anyone or anything, you know, the only thing you can control is yourself and how you react and the things you do. This is a way to based on his article, a way to sort of look internally and do some of these things. So this is some of the ones that caught my eye. I was reading through it and uh, just my opinions. So focus on the effort, not the outcome, and not the results. It's not arrogant to want to be the best at anything. But if you're working to be the best at something, so you say you're the best, then you're missing the point. Doing your best and the work that it takes to become the best is what matters. Focusing on the title or the reward you get from it, that's just the shiny thing at the end of the race. If you're fixated on the end result, that's your ego talking to you. And your ego wants to control and own everything. But the reality is you can't control or own everything. You can't control or own anything in this world. Especially when it comes to other people. Because the only thing you have is what you do, what you think. What other people do, what other th people think. That's not up to you. And if you are focused on that, if you're focused on the outcome of your efforts, 
in what you're going to be receiving from them or the praise or whatever it is, you're never going to get there. The, the effort, the work, that's the way, right? That's the way to success. Do it for nothing more than the growth. Choose purpose over passion. Finding your purpose in life takes some or a lot of empathy. And developing that takes closing down your ego and listening to other people. Passion is great, but it never seems to last very long in most of us, at least in me. Also, typically I've found that when I have a passion for something, it's because it's feeding my ego in some way or my needs in some way. It's truly not deep, uh, such as purpose. I also believe that serving others in some capacity is where we find our purpose in life. Like Mark Devine says, master yourself, serve others. I think that's a great, really great quote. And it's so succinct, succinct, um, in that first work on yourself, right? And it also implies the path of working on and discovering and bettering yourself is through working on and discovering and bettering others. Like Master Gichin Funakoshi, Greek karate lineage, says, first know yourself, then know others. So some of the really greats have been talking about that um, for a long time, and I think it's wise to uh, research that deeply. Shun the comfort of talking and face the work. (laughs) Shut up and get to work, right? Stop talking and start doing. Let's talk more work. You've heard that stuff before. Do you excessively plan things out but never really get to doing anything? How many times have you daydreamed or planned out a trip to to another country or something only to never actually do it? or daydreamed about getting a new job and moving across the country, but never actually taking the steps to do that? You ever been dreaming about starting your own business? Maybe plan it out, but you never actually pull the trigger and start doing anything? You got to do something, right? A half-baked plan? I forget the exact quote, I'll, maybe I'll look it up, but like a half-thought-through plan executed aggressively is better than a fully thought-out plan that's never started, right? Planning for planning's sake, maybe that's what you enjoy doing, well, then do it, go write a book. But if you actually want to do something and make effect on the world or better yourself, you actually have to start taking steps. So stop talking about it. And do it. And, you know, a lot of times uh, we'll talk about, you know, putting something out into the world. Um, And I'm a big believer in putting things out in the universe and having them come true. But that is for accountability. 
not for the actual act of doing it. it talking about it doesn't replace doing, right? But putting things out in public or in the universe can help get you going. It can help hold you accountable because you'll feel like you lose face if you don't do the things you said you'd do. And, and that can be healthy as long as you use it as that tool and not as bragging. Kill your pride before you lose your head. That's got like reminiscent uh, vibes of like samurai uh, <laughs> stuff in there. We, we could unpack that later, but you, you must remind yourself every day how much work is left to be done, not how much you have to you have done. You must remember that humility is the antidote to pride. I don't know if Ryan Holiday wrote that or some other, like Marcus Aurelius guy wrote that or whatever. Um, it could go either way, but um, how many times have you messed something up because you were too prideful to ask for help? Or to simply admit you were wrong about something? How many relationships have you messed up because of these same things? Not asking for help or just not admitting that you're wrong. Also, it's good to look back at what you've accomplished, but you can't simply live by past deeds and accomplishments, right? Yeah, you need to look back and, and see how far you've come. That can help push you forward, but you can't live there. The world is definitely uh, a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately sort of place, right? Um, There's a great song, uh, one of my favorite artists, Bruce Springsteen. He's got this song, Glory Days, and uh, it's awesome. <coughs> I had a friend, I'll read a couple lines. I had a friend who was a big baseball player back in high school. He could throw that speed ball by you, make you look like a fool. Saw him the other night at this roadside bar. I was walking in, he was walking out. We went back inside, sat down, had a few drinks. But all he kept talking about was glory days. Glory days will pass you by. Glory days in the wink of a young girl's eye. Glory days, glory days. Um, that's, that's rad. That, that is a very poignant reminder um, of all those people. And I know you know some of them. That Maybe you're one of them. And if it is, maybe this can help you. But where all they talk about is the things, man, back when I was able to do this and that. This was awesome. But they're not living in the now. They're not using those past things to help hurl them into the future. They're just living in that past and enjoying the memories, which is fun and fine to do, but you cannot live there. You just can't. Stop telling yourself a story. If you found success at something, you cannot start to tell yourself that you will continue to be successful just because you've been successful so far. Chances are the work isn't done yet. This is also a good way to lead to overconfidence and being a cocky SOB. You know, just, you get comfortable. I mean, you know, there's so much winning, right? <laughs> if, you know, you've had a couple of good pieces of good luck or maybe you've worked hard and you're, you're reaping some of the benefits, um, you can't forget what got you there. And I can't help but think about, like, uh, a lot of bands have, like, a really good first album, Right? 
and then they get that big contract and they get the second album and it usually isn't as good and a lot of times it just downright sucks and why is that i think it's because they get you get kind of used to the success and the money and the fame right and um that you forget what it took to get you there you know it took years of work to get you there but that second album is just a few months the audacity to think you can just do it again magically also when it comes to relationships talking about telling yourself a story when it comes to relationships don't tell yourself a story about what the other person is thinking chances are you're going to make it about yourself you put your own ego and needs at the center of that story that you create and it won't come out well in the end like what if somebody like what if somebody ghosts you you know is because they don't like you or maybe they're just busy and they forgot right you see how easy it is for your ego to sort of rear its head and put you at the center of that and make it about you not all things are about you you know you 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 really need to stop writing your own narrative in terms of what other people are doing you can't control that you can only control what you're doing yeah they haven't messaged you back but maybe they have a reason for it why are you upset what do you need from that person so think about those things stop telling yourself a story know what matters to you and ruthlessly say no to everything else this is this one's hard i have a hard time saying no i want to please everybody and uh, i'm fully aware that my need to my need to please directly fuels my ego and it makes me feel happy because i feel like they're happy with me our ego will want to have in will want to have and do everything that's simply not possible you'll burn yourself out you spread yourself too thin and you won't accomplish anything if you try to have and do everything it's really hard to say no to people again it is for me you have to practice it more than that more than that and what's helped me is you have to develop a framework for what you'll say no to but most importantly a framework for what you say yes to and you have to say yes to those things that help fuel your purpose as we referred to earlier right things that truly help serve others help stand others up help engage others help others learn forget credit and recognition ask yourself why you're doing something this for me relates very much to the one before this whatever it is are you doing it for praise and recognition or are you doing it because it simply needs to get done why are, do you help someone do you help someone to call on a future favor do you help someone so that they'll like you more do you help someone because you need something from them or you want something from them or because they simply need your help or because you can simply provide a service do it selflessly master yourself serve others for them and then let it go
connect with nature and the universe at large. A friend of mine says he made stickers for this, made hats and stuff. Get cosmic. And um, Aaron, you probably don't listen to my show, but if you do, I love you, bro. Get cosmic. Which to him, it means to constantly remind himself of his place in the universe. Right? You're not so large in this world and in time as your ego is telling you. The universe, thinking in terms of the planet and the universe, it, it puts things in perspective, right? You're not at the center of it. I mean, early man thought that, I mean, we used to think that the earth was the center of the universe and everything surrounded us and, you know, someone pointed out that it was the sun and they prosecuted the guy. Persecuted the guy. A good way to do that is to use nature to remind you how insignificant you are in relation to space and time, even the planet. Go for a walk in the woods. Look at a tree. You know, Go look at the ocean, the mountains. Observe a sunset or a sunrise. Seek ways to put your, your existence and your ego into perspective, and it will help you um, develop that humility towards the universe, those around you. Choose a live time over dead time. If you have a choice between connecting, learning, or growing over stagnating, disconnecting, or closing off, which would you choose? If I put them that way. So instead of watching, you know, 12 hours of the newest series on Netflix, spend some of that time learning a skill, reading a book, or spend time with your, with your family and friends. It's amazing how much time we waste. Your phone will literally tell you how much time you spend on it every day, right? And there's, I mean, how much good can honestly come from Facebook and Instagram and TikTok? You know, unless you're using them to make money and it's literally your job. I don't know what you really get out of it other than those little dopamine drips and, you know, feeding that ego, Get out of your own head. Do uncomfortable things. Push yourself to try something new. Resist the urge to sit in your own mind and rehash the past. You've got to get out of your own mind, right? You've, you've, you've got to take your consciousness and apply it to the world. Again, master yourself, serve others. Work on your empathy. Work on, work on conversation with people. Work, just get to know someone. Right? But get out of your own head because it's a it's a it can be a dark place, but it's also where your ego lives. And you don't want to become best friends with your ego. Place the mission and purpose above you. That sounds like something the Navy SEALs would say. In the same vein as forgetting reward over credit earlier, if you put the mission above your own ego for success, you will most likely be successful. We often say if your only goal is to get, like in martial arts, talking about uh, the karate I, I study, and even, even jiu-jitsu, any martial art really, 
if your only goal from the beginning is to get that black belt, then you're probably never going to get it. But if your goal is lifelong learning, if your goal is to simply become a martial artist, then you're probably already a black belt. And that, my friends, is so interesting about the martial arts mindset and how humility plays a role in it, or the lack of humility plays a role in it. Uh, a lot of times early on in the martial arts, you, I mean, through your entire martial arts career, you're going to fail over and over and over and over. And it's that failure that sort of does something to your brain that you don't even know is happening. You're learning lessons that you're not even aware of, right? <laughs> and when you just finally give in and, and discover that, well, all you want to do is just live in the martial arts, walk, be in the way, the way, then you're already there. You don't need it. And that's usually when you get it. When you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. <laughs> Plead the fifth, right? Don't make the problem worse by continuing to talk. It is your ego that finds a need to defend yourself, to defend yourself to others. If you made a mess, clean it up. Own your mistakes. Apologize and get on with the work. How many times have you been in an argument with someone? Maybe you've been on the side of this or they're on the other side. Where you're just arguing. And it, it's really pointless because it's not going to change either of your minds, but you're just arguing. That's your ego. You want to win. But if you're the one that made the error, you, you've lost, and especially if you continue to argue over it. Leave your entitlement at the door. No one owes you shit. You do not deserve success because you show up, because you're trying. You don't deserve it. Life has no participation trophies. Hard work is rewarded with skill. That's the only thing you can own that someone cannot take away from you. Think about that for a second. The only thing to gain or that you should observe that's gained is skill. And then you own that. You can employ that. You can utilize that and you can live off of that. We expect so much. And honestly, from my observations, the bar is pretty low. It, you know, oftentimes if you just show up, you're rewarded. But think about where we are as a as a species if if literally just showing up is is winning. So, you know, consider what you where you would be if you truly cultivated humility and built skill. You'd be so far ahead of the game. Pursue mastery in your chosen craft. I think these go together, but I wanted to talk about both of them. There's always something you can learn, even in the things you're best at, especially in the things that you're best at, that you're good at. If you work hard at building a skill set in whatever it is that 
you realize that you've gotten where you are by failing at that very thing millions or thousands and millions of times. That builds humility. Just like we're talking about the martial arts. The master has failed more times than you've even tried. That's where learning comes from. That's how you get there. Because you've probably noticed this. You can't tell anybody anything. They have to experience it for themselves and learn the lesson on their own terms. As, as a coach or a martial arts instructor or whatever, that's really all I can do is help guide you down that path of self-discovery, of that path of you learning. I can only put you in scenarios where you're going to fail. That sounds weird, but that's really it. You know, you, you master a skill by messing things up. Not by reading about it and being like, oh, I could do that. And then you go do it perfectly. No one ever does that. Adopt the beginner's mindset. And I I wanted to end with this one. We say this a lot in martial arts. Keep a white belt mentality. Even and especially when you reach black belt. Always keep a white belt mindset. Because someone, you can always learn from someone. Hell, I learned a better way to tie my pants, my karate gi pants, from an eight-year-old. I never considered it. And they were just doing it, and it was genius. Um, and, it, and when you reach black belt, it doesn't mean you're at the end of your martial arts journey. It means that you have, like in karate, getting to that black belt just means that I have learned my basics, and now I can truly begin to learn how to use them and advance upon them. That's amazing. And I, I, was, I was telling a good friend of mine that I have conversations with people and, and they find out that I'm a, I'm a black belt in martial arts, and, and yeah, I'm proud of it, but they they when most uninitiated hear that or see that they they put they put it on some pedestal on some level and i was saying that it's not the ultimate for me it's not the ultimate goal it's sort of mandatory like when i think about my kids it's not like i wish for them maybe one day Achieving black belt because it's the ultimate level. I see it as sort of like, it's sort of like the minimum, right? To be a true winner, it's, it's like the first, you gotta, like this is something you just need to do. And then we'll see where you go from there. And I, I think, I just, you know, I think that mindset of, of just accepting that this, this journey in martial arts and even in life is just work. It's just continued learning, continued growth. There's no end goal, really. It's just for you to exist, to learn, and to better yourself and those around you. That's it, really. 
I think if you can do those things, well, you have a chance at finding success. So look, look to humility as your window to success, okay? Read this article. It's good stuff. Read his books. Study it. Look at yourself. Audit yourself off some of these points. He has a lot more points than his article. Um, It's really good stuff. And, uh, you know, hit me up. Glad to talk. If you think I'm the least humble person you've ever met, let me know. Uh, (laughs) I try really hard, but um, I look forward to hearing from you.